Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Making Lemonade, the podcast where we talk about how we take the lemons that life gives us and all of the different flavors of lemonade that we as creatives and as people make throughout our lives. This week, we are talking about the Shazam method versus the Jedi method. Yes, not sure what that means. Well, um, I want to help you become the best you in 2020 by challenging why you'd want a mentor and offering you a way to create your own discipline from multiple teachers. So let's get into it, guys. Let's do it. going on ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode um how have we been how is everybody um i am very good i want to just uh make it quick this week because not too much is happening um so what has happened this week uh we released the first episode of making lemonade last week so that's pretty cool Mm. i was also on the mumble boys yes you know the podcast with mr rui Mangarico, mr red unit inc and matt uh, just good old Matt. So he doesn't have a last name. It's just Matt. The Mumble Boys. Matt Mumble? Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I was on the Mumble Boys, so go over to iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. You can find the Mumble Boys. It's pretty easy. It's spelt the way that it sounds. Um, and my episode is the first episode of the season, which I believe is episode 53. Um, and we just talk, talk Star Wars and a lot of, just a lot of fun shit talking, really. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, it was really nice. Thank you, boys, for having me on there. I had so much fun, and it's actually probably the uh, the most I've laughed listening to anything. Um, and I get cut off at the end. I got cut off in the end, and I fucking lost my shit. It was so funny. Um, I'm very honoured to have been cut off by the Mumble Boys theme song. Uh, so that was great. Um, this week I've been working on some commissions, and I've been working on uh, some Star Wars stuff. So I'm actually working on a Kylo Ren and Ben Solo set. Um, Ben Solo really is my favourite character in the prequels series Um, I think his arc is uh, just beautiful his redemption arc is gorgeous Um, his his loss and his his pain and just the fact that he's this scared little boy um, really really speaks to me and his his connections to Han Solo anyway I really wanted to draw him, so I'm working on a poster set for that. Um, there's some other, there's a Ray thing coming along, and then I'm going to reevaluate and see where I'm going this year. I'd like to really work on some stories. I want to tell some stories rather than just draw some posters. So I'm going to try and find a balance between the two. Um, if you guys are following me on TikTok, thank you so much. Um, as of now, I think the count is about about eight thousand six hundred followers, so that's pretty fucking awesome. Um, I'm averaging about six to seven hundred views per video, um, except for my animated stuff, which is uh, interesting to me. I did a uh, Obi Wan Kenobi and General Grievous one, which I might repost because it flopped. But other than that, um, yeah, this week's been pretty good uh, you can still uh, donate you can still help me support the firefighters and um, help 
help support the RFS, uh, everything that's bought on my website, uh, $5 from every item will go to the RFS as well as the firefighter poster um, that the fireman, fireman poster, um, all proceeds from the fireman poster will be going to the RFS. It seems like the fires are getting better. We've had um, New Zealand and United States and Canadian firefighters um, and some military from those countries as well come over to help out. So that's really good. Um, we've had a lot of rain lately, which is much, which is even better. Um, and skies are starting to clear up. Things are starting to look positive. The end of the world is not nigh, ladies and gentlemen. I know I started off with quite a gloomy intro last week, but uh, the year started off pretty serious. So, um, but we're still alive. We're still safe. We're still happy. Um, my family's happy. Everyone is okay here in Australia, uh, for the most part. And it's time to rebuild time to get back together time to help so let's help people let's help them out let's get some donations going um so just go to the lemonade stand dot store uh to purchase your copy of anything of mine today um i want to thank everybody who's bought pins as well we've had some real success apparently ray and kylo ren have been really popular i wonder why <laughs> um yeah that's been really fun uh, really successful uh, what else we got going? Um, that's really it. My best friend came home from Canada, so that was dope. Um, I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm really excited about, uh, you know, hopefully having him and getting baking oranges going. Um, he doesn't have any specific time period that he's going to be um, around for, but he's got an idea. So uh, hopefully we can get that together with Steve, get Steve back on the pod, and we'll do our version of the Mumble Boys, do some baking oranges. Or maybe we'll call ourselves the Humble Boys. <laughs> I don't know. Just to piss off Rui. <laughs> if you're listening, Rui. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, if you're paying attention to my Instagram this week as well, I did a funny drawing of Rui. Um, you may have seen that. It was on my Instagram stories. Uh, if you want to see that as well, it's on my TikTok. It was a bit of fun. Um, he did one of those like face morphy things. Like this. And um, so, yeah, he was on there. Um, and I did a drawing. He inspired me this week. Um, hopefully, I'm going to have the... Uh, hopefully, get the Mumble Boys on um, before the end of the month. Uh, fingers crossed. Uh, don't... Don't spit. It's all up to the boys as well if they can get the time to do it because I know they only have an hour on Saturdays when they record. Um, they put the episodes out on Mondays. So, hopefully, we can get that in and, and, and rolling. Um, what else? So, new episodes, as you probably know, are coming out on Wednesdays. Um, that's really it right now just trying to reorganize this studio um, I don't know if you can see behind me there but this, these shelves here um, I'm reorganizing with some Star Wars stuff and I just want to it's a bit of a mess in here we've got a bunch of shit um, the storage system is all over the place and my desk is a mess it's making me anxious um, but yeah I've just been working on tuning into what I'm going to do this year um, what what the process is, what the plans are. Um, I want to tell more stories this year. I'm a storyteller, so I really want to uh, be remembered more than anything for my stories rather than uh, for just the posters and the fan art that I do. So that's what I want to work on. I want to make some a couple of books this year, uh, like art of books and 
sketchbooks. I'm going to make a book of last year's stuff, um, everything I worked on last year, because I'm very proud of everything I did last year uh, with all the cyborg uh, spirit stuff. And um, uh, yeah, so that's really about it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. It's a short one. I don't want to sit here and, and talk and just make up space. Uh, so let's just get into the episode. This week's episode, we are talking about the Shazam theory and why you should have heroes rather than a mentor. Why I think you should have heroes rather than a mentor. Um, so let's get into it, guys. Let's do it. Let's get this party started right now. All right, guys. Shazam. Let's try and break down the difference between mentors and heroes. Uh, A mentor is typically known as a master of sorts to your apprentice. Whereas a hero is a person who you may not ever meet, but you can spend your entire life looking up to and trying to rival their behaviours in your life. Okay, let's talk first about how a mentor can be helpful to your creativity. So say you meet someone who is willing to take you on as their creative apprentice in your chosen field. This is pretty amazing because you are getting a professional to train you and teach you the ways of the Jedi. They will be able to teach you things you would never have been even have thought to learn and they can show you personally the ins and outs of the business and its inner workings. Now, This will give you a major step up and send you leaps and bounds in the right direction far beyond your peers and will help you help to fast track you into the business. This mentor will be a friend, a family member, and they'll always be with you just like an older sibling. They'll be there when you get married and when your first child is born. They'll be able to give you immediate feedback and show you how to learn from your failures and how to avoid your failures. They may even be able to introduce you to their connections and get you into the doors that you may not have been able to get yourself into. They might even be the person that can get you a job. Now, that all sounds pretty awesome, hey? It kind of just sounds like a friend or a parental figure to me, though. Well, I'm now going to debunk all of that (laughs) and show you how unimportant a mentor is. Or unnecessary, rather, is probably the better term to use. Now, I'm not looking to make a fool of any mentors or relegate any systems that work this way. In fact, I quite admire the mentor and apprentice paradigm. I'm actually just looking to put you, put to you an alternate system that has worked for me. I'll get to that, however, in the second part of this. Let's first have a look at the cons of having a mentor. Okay. So we've looked at the pros, now we're going to have a look at the cons of having a mentor. So do you listen to only one person's opinion on any issue? I'd hope not. Because if you're listening to this podcast, I would hope you're not. Because one thing I try to preach is don't just listen to me or any one person as you you go. 
because there are so many different schools of thought out there. Um, if you're interested in learning, please try to learn from many, not some. That's why I like to give you all my sources of info and heroes because I'm constantly looking for new thought leaders and opinions. Hell, even better, listen to the opinions of those who oppose your opinion. You might just learn something. <laughs> mm, I dare you. <laughs> so there is so there is con number one. When it comes to mentors, why would you listen to one person's opinion on how you should learn? A good mentor should also tell you to learn from others and not just themselves. Probably not a great mentor if they are preaching their way as the only way. Like the way that they do shit is the only way. That's probably not the best thing. Um, people are temperamental, unpredictable, and often driven by their own personal agendas. So on a day you really need your mentor and their help, they may just give you some bad advice because they are emotional and that can affect you and the way you create if you are not mindful of this. Like they might have a bad day, the day you need their help and they're just, yeah, just not, just not valuable information. There's also no one way of doing something. So for instance, if your mentor has their one way of sketching, inking and coloring, your art may suffer if you follow their lead because your style and your voice may not prosper through the same methods as your mentors may. You should look at a mentor figure as a hero. This means you are adding them and their teachings to a repertoire of teachings to make you and your version of creativity. What if your mentor's mentor doesn't know much about something you really need to know so as to prosper? What if they tell you it's unnecessary? What if that particular piece of information they said was unnecessary was actually the info you needed to get your big break? Are you... Are you kind of following me here? A mentor and a teacher is important, but not necessarily vital. Because as creatives, if we allow ourselves, we are strongest when we soak in information from as many sources and schools of thought as we can. Like Bruce Lee did with Jeet Kwon Do, we can create our own discipline and creative style and voice from all the things we learn while also getting rid of all the shit along the way that we don't need or find necessary. What I'm trying to say is become a hybrid of your teachers, not a carbon copy. Okay, so now let's get into the hero paradigm. Uh, this system will help you get the best out of many different disciplines. And in this part, I'm going to show you exactly how you can use the Shazam method to bring together the teachings of all of your heroes and become your own hero. So that you can become a hero to others and continue on the great tradition of inspiring others to be great. Yes, let's do it. That's what we try to do here at Making Lemonade. Um... Okay, so you may know the DC Comics hero, Shazam. 
previously Captain Marvel. Billy Batson meets the ancient wizard. He's told he's now the champion, and when he says the word Shazam, he's emboldened with the powers of the ancient Greek gods. The wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the stamina of Atlas, the power of Zeus, the courage of Achilles, the speed of Mercury. Shazam. You get it? Because it's an acronym. (laughs) So let's take this concept and break it down into the six hero types that you can build your Shazam from. Now, I want to let you know, I got this idea from Seth Godin, and it's freaking awesome. So hear me out. Let's do it. All right. So number one, the wisdom of Solomon. Uh, This hero type is the perfect pillar to begin building your hero from. So when I when I refer to your hero, I just want to give you an idea. I'm talking about you, you as the hero, um, the hero that is you. You are Shazam. We're building our own Shazam. Okay, um, wisdom is a key. Wisdom is a key to a good hero. Uh, you could have all the strength and creative power in the world, but if you don't know how or when to use it appropriately, then you will not be able to succeed. And you're just an overpowered goon punching through walls. My Solomon is Seth Godin. Um, You've probably heard me talk of him before here on the podcast. He is a marketing mogul and master. The reason why I love Seth Godin's teachings is because his theories are not based around hustle hard or work your ass off mentalities. Um, his teachings are tailored to creatives and being creative. His, uh, his marketing techniques get to the core of your audience and your message. Rather than just simplifying, rather than just simply teaching uh, that the audience is stupid and you must pull the wool over their eyes like most marketing dudes do, he preaches respect and awareness of your connection with your audience. The wisdom of Solomon. <laughs> That's S. Number two, the strength of Hercules. So, Hercules, we all know him. Son of Zeus, um, demigod, got married, lost his powers. This is the next pillar of your hero you will become, of the hero you will become, rather. Strength. Strength can come in many forms. Some physical and others are more of a metaphorical status. This, this hero should exert a strength that you admire and want to realize within yourself and have others admire in you. My Hercules is both literal and metaphorical Hercules. And he is Jason Momoa. You may know him as Aquaman. As a father, a partner, and a man, Jason Momoa is an extremely distilled version of that which I admire. If you can't tell, my appearance is pretty (laughs) Um, based off him as well. He is both emotionally stable and emotionally vulnerable all at once, which is hard to do for men. Very hard. Um... As a man of Hawaiian descent, he has a great love for the land and therefore life itself. 
has care and compassion for all those living. He is a pioneer for protection of life and the earth, and as a man of Polynesian ancestry, amongst others, I really respect the way he preserves and wears his mana on his sleeve. His drive and creative skill also leaves so much to be admired. The strength of Hercules. H. Number three, the stamina of Atlas. All of these pillars are important and stamina is just as important as wisdom. In the same way, as I said back when it is all, um, but back when I was talking of knowledge, you can have all the strength and speed in the world, but if you do not have the stamina to keep up with the competition and stay consistent, you will burn out after two punches. It's a boxing metaphor. Yeah, that's right. We're going to do sports metaphors. Um, stamina is that which keeps us going. And if you can find a hero who's teaching you, whose teachings you can use to keep up with the competition and then surpass them, well, that's a super strength on its own. Now, competition means you. Yes, ah, see, you thought I was talking about other people. No, I don't want you to compare yourself to other people. I want you to compete with you yesterday. Yep, that's the competition. And in turn, you'll become better than the others that do what you do. Doesn't make you supreme. It just makes you good, if not great at what you do. Anyway, PSA over. (laughs) Um, My atlas is... Gary Vaynerchuk, also known as Gary V. Um, His consistency in always being an early adopter of platforms and finding your passion so as to be the best at what you do are really what I admire and strive towards in my work. Um, If not for Gary V, I would never have picked up TikTok and built an almost 9K following at the date of recording. The Stamina of Atlas. All right, number four, the power of Zeus. Now, power is an interesting concept. And my understanding of power could lead us into an entirely different realm that I would need a whole podcast to explain. So I'll do my best to keep this short. I personally think that your power comes from within And power in this modern world is often misunderstood as being a world leader or a king. To me, power is best left to the self. And if you are confident in yourself and in your abilities, then you are powerful to others. And they won't even know if they will just gravitate, because they will just gravitate towards you. Have you ever wondered why certain people have a natural charm and gravity? There's nothing natural about it. Charm is not a talent. Respect is not a talent, nor is confidence. These are all earned. This brings me to my Zeus, and that is the great and powerful Joe Rogan. No fools dare disrespect Joe. Joe Rogan is a man of great respect for others and their crafts. 
He's a man of great humility, compassion, and kindness. He is comfortable being uncomfortable and happy being vulnerable. He is a man who takes his flaws as a place to improve, not failure. There is a long list of things that I consider to make a good man, and these are at the top, so I admire Rogan for sure. Number four, the power of Zeus. Your Zed. Number five, the courage of Achilles. Okay, so we all know Achilles. Man shot in the heel because his mother dipped him into the river Styx and gave him power of invulnerability, except she was holding onto his heel, so his heel was not invulnerable, which caused his eventual demise in the Battle of Troy. Brad Pitt played him in that one movie. Yeah, that Achilles. Uh, Possibly the most courageous man in Greek history. Find your modern-day version of him. Find someone who embodies the courage that you want to exude. Mine, my Achilles, is Kevin Smith, writer-director, best known for Clerks, Mall Rats, and most recently, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Kevin Smith is my Achilles because he had the courage to sell most of his possessions, rack up his credit card bills, and make a movie that he knew only he could make. He made a film about his friends and shot up to stardom as a director who had a unique voice, and he has been pioneering ever since. Kev gives me the courage to make things only I can make, and the knowledge that I know only I can make, that which I want to see exist. So just make it, because there are too many destroyers in this world. So be a creator. Number five, the courage of Achilles. That's our A. And finally... Number six, the speed of Mercury. The Roman god equivalent of Hermes, god of misfits, travelers, and merchants. This is where you find someone that can teach you how to be the best and most efficient you. This hero will help you to streamline your creativity and maybe find a way to spend less time fucking around with the small things and actually get the more important work done. This person to me is Tim Ferriss, author of many books, most notably The 4-Hour Workweek. This book has changed my life and sped up my process tenfold. In The 4-Hour Workweek, the most powerful piece of information I have learned is how to use your time to make more money rather than trading your time for a set amount of money. Tim also teaches how to look at your to-do list and instead of working on hundreds of tiny little jobs, yourself at the, at the, at the behest of yourself, 
find what's on your list that will make all of the rest of the things on that list redundant and save you a week's worth of time. These are just a few things that I've integrated into my life from Tim Ferriss' teachings, and I'm certain there will be more in the future. The speed of Mercury, and that's your end. By no means do I have to use, do you have to use all of these heroes that I have used this week. I've just added them all in there to give you a better understanding of how all the facets of the Shazam method works and how I use this method in my life. I really do hope that you got something from this episode, dear listener and watcher, and are able to upgrade yourself this year and build your creative philosophy by using your hero's teaching to become your own Shazam. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all. If you want any more information on my theories about the Shazam method or just want to join the conversation on this week's episode, please feel free to contact me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Jordan Morpeth Art. Twitter is just Jordan Morpeth. The links are below in the episode notes. If you would like to support the podcast, please take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your stories on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, or wherever you socialize in the World Wide Web. Also, you can leave a review on iTunes. You can also find the video versions of the show on YouTube. Thank you all again. I love you so much. I've been your host, Jordan. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, have a great week and stay weird. Shazam! Kick it with my best friend. Yeah, he only calls her on a Friday. I swear I call it till the world ends. Yeah, she only loves me when I'm dreaming. Mm-hmm. I know you're broken, you your bills pay. Yeah, but that's some shit we probably all say. Yeah, but she's still fucking with my best friend. Yeah, gotta wish it was that easy. Yeah, yeah. Taste like lemonade, but I never sip it. She sound like serenades, but I never listen. She feel like velvet sheets, all I got is business. She come over sometimes, but she ain't my business. Plenty secrets, I'm prophesizing my misdemeanors. Feel it choked inside, but I don't know if she can see it. See, my kicks are getting cleaner, and my drinks are getting cheaper. Because people on they don't need her It's safe to say we just some needles in a stack of eight I'm always losing ways and staying down in blue for days Wish she'd hit me up and pull me out this fucking hate But this is purgatory, she ain't say a word to me He was walking J's when he J-walked Trying to grab some pace from the corner store oh, She was off her face by the payphone I know she, she trying to kick it with my best friend Yeah, He only calls her on a Friday I swear I call her till the world ends yeah. She only loves me when I'm dreaming mm-hmm. I know you're broke and need your pills, hey yeah. But that's some shit we got all say yeah. But she's still fucking
fucking with my best friend. Hey, God, I wish it was that easy. Plans and they fall out. TV dinner, no ball out. Cataracts are went all out. You a phone, not a lighthouse. She pulling up, I stay vacant. She want LNT, no vacant. I speak the truth, that's blatant. Get operated, no patience. I can't stay out of trouble. I smuggle liquor in bubble tea. So orthodontist, the donors, man, when I shift the teeth. A handy man, but a man is what he struggled to be. And stay relaxed and no relaxing for a boy like me. I know you really got it like signals You live inside my mind, people The dark follows my ego They follow me, follow me And I've seen your call You leave me wanting No taste, no law Lay it down on me, lay it down on me She try to kick it with my best friend He only calls her on a Friday I swear he'll call her to the west She only love me when I'm cheating I know you're broken in your bills, babe But that's some shit we probably all say But she's still fucking with my best friend God, I wish it was that With shawty till I see she fuck with money She said things were different till I seen her eat with Conan When they split the building, realized that she had left with Bill I heard she slept with Dom, but now she waking up in Quaker's Hill